Do you struggle with the fear that you are not enough? Are you afraid to let your true self be seen and known? Are you always trying to gain approval, trying to prove you are valuable and worthy to be loved? Well, these are questions that relate to people-pleasing. We're going to talk about today, what does it mean to be a people-pleaser? And I want you to evaluate if that is something that you struggle with. We're going to talk about it and much more. Stay with me. Hey friend, welcome to the Shattered in a Beautiful podcast. I'm Jeannie Smith. If your heart is hurting, no matter what your circumstances are, there is only one healer. Through biblical content, I will teach you how to experience whole healing and soar into great purpose. So let's get into today's show. Grab your favorite coffee, journal, and Bible. It's time to dig in and unwrap your gift. Hey friends, this is Jeannie. Welcome back to the Shattered Into Beautiful podcast. I hope you have had a wonderful week. I want to start off by just sharing a most recent review of the podcast. Thank you so much for sharing this podcast. I'm about such important things. I'm always looking to improve my mental, emotional health. I appreciate you sharing your gifts and talents with the world and offering insights to help others through it. Great work, and I can't wait to hear more. Well, thank you for tuning in, and I'm so glad that you're a listener to the show. So today, I want to talk about something that has affected my life, and I believe has most likely affected your life as well to some degree, many of you anyways, and that is being a people pleaser. Well, what does that really mean? I remember the first time I heard that, I really did not honestly resonate with it, but then guess what? God exposed it to me that this was an area that I struggle with in my own life. And so I want to share you my testimony of that discovery in this episode. And this is not going to be extremely long episode today. It's going to be short and sweet. But this is something that God has really laid on my heart that we need to discuss and talk about. So I started off the show asking some questions. Do you struggle with the fear that you are not enough? Now, why do we fear, why do we fear that we are not enough, that we're not measuring up enough? Now, the answers will be different because they will be personal, but another one that I asked is, are you afraid to let your true self be seen and known? Why would we struggle with that? Are we worried that if someone truly knew us the way we knew ourselves, that we wouldn't be liked and maybe we wouldn't be accepted? Do we think that we would lose something or someone in our life if they really knew who we were and knew about our past? Now, shame can play a huge part into this one that we're talking about now. Another question I asked is, are you always trying to gain approval? Why are we seeking approval and who are we seeking approval from? What are we trying to prove in seeking that approval? Are we trying to determine our own value and worth based on that approval? So this leads us into the topic of people-pleasing. People-pleasers tend to do anything possible that they can to just be liked, to avoid conflict. They don't typically like conflict. So I want to talk about today 
What makes up a people pleaser? I want to talk about the emotional toll that it takes on us. I want to talk about signs and what we need to pay attention to to recognize. Are we fallen captive to this? And then how do we stop it? What things do we need to put in place in our life to stop it based upon the principles of God's word? Several years ago, I found myself paralyzed because I did not receive something that I thought I should have received. Now, what I wanted was simply just an evaluation. I wanted to be evaluated upon the work that I had been doing, some goals that I had achieved, some vision that had been accomplished. And I wanted this evaluation to come effortless from me. I wanted it to just be a gift and acknowledgement from those around me, but it didn't happen that way. And so what I began to do is I began to go after it. I began to seek for it. And really, truly, I wasn't seeking necessarily rewards. I just needed it. I needed to hear words of approval. I needed to get a pat on the back and that a girl, you've done a good job type of thing. It's really what I needed. And I began to recognize as it wasn't being given to me so easily as I thought it should have been that a need was not getting met. Now, I didn't realize that I had such a need. And this all began to take an emotional toll on me. And so the harder it became to receive this words of affirmation, evaluation, if you will, the deeper my wound was, the deeper the need began to surface. So I began to seek the Lord on my struggle. I began to seek the Lord in what was going on in me internally. Why was this affecting me so much? And the Lord gave me an answer like he is so faithful to do. And how did he answer me? In his word. Now, we're going to circle back to that in a little bit. We're going to end on God's answer for me that day and God's answer for you today. But first, I want to talk about what actually makes up a people pleaser. So, just a few things I really want to point out is people pleasers typically base their worth on how others view them. And they need validation. They need evaluation. They need these things to feel good about themselves. So they're looking from, for words from other people to make them feel good about themselves. Another thing that people pleasers will do is they'll go to the extreme to earn words of praise from others or maybe even gifts from others, even at their own detriment. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean that they will take away from themselves or not even take as good care of themselves if necessary in order to meet the needs of other people. Now, this might even start out as a good intention. You know, you just are a good person and you just want to help other people. But then we really have to evaluate what we're doing and why we're doing it. Now, when we are steadily doing for other people, doing for other people and trying to earn favor and trying to earn worth and trying to earn relationships, friendships, things of that nature, just trying to 
feel good about ourselves. It will take an emotional toll on us and it will absolutely wear us out. So is anyone resonating with this message yet? Okay, well, let's talk about some signs of being a people pleaser. Someone that has a hard time just saying no, and maybe they even feel guilty when they do say no. Someone that's very preoccupied with what someone else thinks about them. Someone that may have insecurity or low self-esteem is a sign or trigger of a people pleaser. Someone that agrees to things that they really don't even want to do or maybe even things that they don't even necessarily agree with. Someone that neglects their own needs so that they can do things for other people or meet the needs of other people. Someone that will agree with something that they don't even necessarily agree with. They may absolutely have a different opinion or feel totally different about something, but they just sit there in silence and shake their head and nod and smile while the other person expresses their opinion or their thought or belief about something. And they don't speak up and say anything negative or opinionated or even debatable about what that person said because they really just want to be accepted and they're seeking their approval. Someone that continually says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, could be an indicator of someone that's always trying to be a people pleaser because they don't want to disappoint. Someone that is constantly trying to earn approval, doing so many things, whatever they need to do. And someone that is very, very quick to take the blame for something, even when they had absolutely nothing to do with it, maybe not even the tiniest little bit. Okay, now I want to talk about how do we stop it? So maybe something I have said today has awakened you to the fact that, hey, maybe you are a people pleaser. Maybe this is something that you struggle with. Well, good news. I've got some tips on how we can stop it. Now, before I get into those, I want to tell you that through my journey of recognizing that this was a huge problem in my life, I began to seek the Lord and ask him, Lord, where is this coming from? And the Lord directed me to a scripture, Galatians 1.10. And we're going to go there in a moment. But before we do, we're going to talk about how we stop it. Because one of the ways, the main way we stop it is we reflect upon God's word which is going to be Galatians 1.10. This is where the Lord took me when he revealed to me this was something I was struggling with. But as I sought him and prayed and said, Lord, where did it enter in? Why is it such a struggle? The Lord began to help me realize that there were words that I wanted to hear spoken over myself, but didn't hear them very often. One of them was, I am proud of you. And God helped me realize this through a friend of mine. He was a mentor. He was a pastor. But one day he just reached out to me and he says, Jeannie, I just want to tell you that I'm so proud of you. And when he said this, it met a huge need that I had. I began to even cry when he said those words. And I knew that it was not just coming from an earthly man, but it was also coming from my heavenly father. God wanted me to know that he was proud of me and he was using 
someone that I really looked up to and had great influence in my life. He was using him to get this message to me. I began to wonder, why is it that these five words, I am proud of you, have such impact on me? Was it because I didn't hear it enough as a child? Is it because I didn't hear it at all as a child? Did I need to hear these words? Did I need to have affirmations in my life? as I transition from even a teenager to an adult or from a young adult to a mid-adult? Were these words needed as I accomplished things in my life? Was I lacking approval? Was I lacking acceptance? And so these were all questions that I began to seek the Lord in. Why was it so important to me what other people thought? And the more I thought about it, the more frustrated I got, the more angry I got. Because in my mind, I was like, I don't really care what people think. But yet it was affecting me in that way. And so I learned something. I learned that people that typically tend to be people pleasers stay angry. They stay frustrated. You want to know why? Because they're never going to get from man what they fully need, what they truly need to feel significance because that only comes from a relationship with the Lord. It only comes from Him, our Abba Father. So people that are people pleasers also stay stressed out. They're full of anxiety and they have a lack of genuality and authenticity. And they also feel very unfulfilled. And they're always looking for the next thing that might fulfill them. So back to my revelation. What did God speak to me? What scripture did he take me to? I've already shared it with you. Galatians 1.10 This, my sweet friends, is what set me free. I discovered this verse. I wrote it on a sticky note. I stuck it in my prayer room. And I began to look and reflect upon it every day. And here's what it says. Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. Man, this verse hit me right in between the eyes. It hit me straight in the midst of my heart and my soul and my mind. It all came together for me in this one little verse, Galatians 1.10. Was I pleasing people or pleasing God? Was I serving people or was I serving Christ? Because I couldn't be doing both. So I was doing one or the other. And the reason that I wasn't getting fulfillment and significance from what other people were saying and thinking about me is because what they say and think about me will never fulfill me. My significance and my fulfillment is only in Christ, the one in which I serve. And his opinion of me and his approval of me and his evaluation of me, his measure of me is the only one that matters. None of the others matter. And this became such a, an awakening moment for me 
because I didn't want to please and serve people. I wanted to please and serve the Lord. And this scripture clearly told me that I couldn't do both. So, Jeannie, who are you serving here? Wake up. Are you serving God? Are you serving people? And so this scripture, my sweet friends, set me free the day that the Lord gave it to me. Now, I am sure somewhere along my Christian walk, I read this scripture, but it never meant to me what it meant to me that day. Because we know that Paul, Paul wrote the book of Galatians. And what was the purpose of Paul writing the book of Galatians? To call Christians to faith and freedom in Christ. So there are words, there are passages of scripture all throughout Galatians that are meant to set us free. Well, Galatians 1.10, right in the very first chapter, is meant to set us free. Also in the book of Galatians, in chapter 5, verse 1, it says, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. So stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Now, there are a lot of things that can put you in a yoke of slavery. We all have our different battles and our struggles. In this one particular situation, since this is the one that we're talking about today, being a people pleaser, once the Lord sets you free with his word, he is saying here, in Galatians 5.1, don't return back to it. So stand firm on the word of God. So for me, I had to stand firm on the word of God that he gave me that set me free, which was not to please man, but to please him. So let go of all the thoughts and desires that I have for men. What? No, only seek to please the Lord. And guess what? God loves us so much, and He is always proud of us when we're loving His people and serving Him and when we're just doing nothing. I can just sit here and do nothing, and He loves me all the same. He's proud of me, and He loves me. Nothing can separate me from His love. So why do I want to worry about what man thinks or says? So it says here in Galatians 5.1, now that you have been set free, now that you understand this, do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Whatever it is you're struggling with, maybe it's people pleasing, maybe it's something else, whatever you identify, get in the book of Galatians and learn how to be set free. Do not return back to a yoke of slavery. So how do you stop? How do you stop being a people pleaser? Well, one is you take this word of God I just gave you in Galatians 1.10 and you personalize it and you claim it to your life. You memorize it and you speak it over yourself all the time. Next, set boundaries. I need you to set some boundaries and just learn to say no. It's okay to say no. And I want you to understand that your significance comes from Christ. Understand who you are and whose you are. That's where you will find your significance. This is huge. This is huge because when you understand your significance, you understand that you're only concerned with honoring God and pleasing God and obeying God, not man. 
And then he wants you to identify things that bring you joy. You joy, not other people, but you. What are those things? And I want you to begin to do them. And then I want you to think about when you say yes, why are you saying yes? And is it to please God or is it to please man? Is it building the kingdom or is it building up the world? When God began to reveal such great truth to me, one thing that I put into practice, and if you have small little ones at home, I want to encourage you to do the same thing. But one thing that I put in practice is every night when I tucked my little boy in the bed, I began to tell him three things. I told him how much God and mommy and daddy loved him. I told him how proud I was of him. And I told him what a good boy he was. And I think I would like to end this episode saying the same to you. God loves you so much. You are so good in his eyes and he is so proud of you. Does anything else really matter? No, it doesn't. Friends, I love you bunches. I hope you have a wonderful week and remember, go live life abundantly. you like mommy's show, leave a review. Hey, before you go, if this podcast has blessed you, the number one way you can help me is to leave a review and subscribe to the Shattered in the Beautiful show. Next, hop on over to the Shattered in the Beautiful private Facebook group where you will find a network of friends with daily inspiration. You can reach me at JeannieScottSmith.com. And lastly, please share the episode or review in your social and tag me at Smith Evangelistic Ministries. I cannot wait to meet with you again. Stay tuned for more life-giving podcasts coming your way.